The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Helen Peacock, and I'm a spiritual medium. And welcome to Spirit Chat. My mission and passion is to bring comfort and validations that your loved ones are still with you once they have crossed over to the other side. I'm a messenger and a bridge between you and the spirit world. On this podcast, I will be sharing and demonstrating how I connect with spirit. I will also be helping you to develop your own intuition so that you can strengthen your very own connection with your loved ones. I will also have some great guests and chat about the spirit world, as well as sharing my readings with people. The afterlife is a celebration, and your loved ones are still with you and willing to communicate. So yes, the conversations continue. Now let's get started. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Chat. And boy, oh boy, have I got an interesting one for you. This time, the tables have been turned. I'm the one that's being interviewed, and I was blessed and honored to be invited onto a radio talk show here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And the name of the show is actually called The Dating and Relationship Show. And it was led by the beautiful host, uh, her name is Laura Belota, with her co-host, Joan Kelly Walker. And they're pretty quite known here in Toronto. And it was an interesting conversation, I do have to say, or should I say a chat? I was invited to the uh, the studio in Toronto. And um, it was quite interesting when it was, this, it's like a three-way call. It was like three of us. And it's a, a, a Q&A. And you're probably wondering, well, why was I invited? onto the dating and relationship show. And some of the things I discussed is, you know, what happens when we lose our loved one in spirit, if we had a partner for a long time, how do we move forward? And and that is a relationship, but it's in a different way. And there's other things that were mentioned in the Q&A. I did do a little bit of a quick uh, reading for Joan. Some of it um, was very minute, but was just enough. And what I loved about this interview is they were both so open and so intrigued with mediumship. And that's another reason why they had me on. And so I'm just going to leave it here and hope you enjoy the show. And I'll see you on the other side. 
This is the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show, where we explore the intricacies of modern dating and relationships. I'm your host, Laura Bellata. Joining me tonight is philanthropist and media personality, Joan Kelly Walker. Hi, Laura. Hi, gorgeous. Hi. We are in studio Yay. again, guys. Yes. So and you, exciting. You look so beautiful. Thank you. I put on makeup. <laughs> So did I. Usually I'm in my pajamas at home when we do this. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> How can a medium help you gain closure after losing a partner or loved one? Today we have a special guest joining us, spiritual medium Helen Peacock. Her mission is to bring comfort and validate the love that never ends after someone passes. It's just different. Helen brings her unique insights and experiences in mediumship to help us understand the process of connecting with the other side and gain closure after the loss of a loved one. We'll be covering a range of fascinating topics, so stay with us. Hello, Helen. Welcome to our show. Hello, Laura, and thank you for inviting me. Quite excited. I know. We are, too. So I love mediums, and I resonate with them very, very much. And I know Joan... Joan, you feel the same way as I. I do. I'm so excited for today, Helen. Hello. <laughs> so we are believers, okay? We are believers. I know there are not many, well, there are many believers, but there are some people that are very skeptical, but uh, hopefully we can turn that around mm-hmm. tonight. Um, so what is important for people to know about mediumship, Helen? Are there any mis- you know, common misconceptions that you frequently encounter? Um, number one is to believe that you can also have your own connection with loved ones and spirit, that we're all psychic. A lot of people don't believe that. I love that. And that you can uh, pick up the phone and just directly make your own call to your loved ones and spirit. So it's a matter of trusting that. It's tapping into your own intuition. And once you build that and trust that, then you can seriously have your own connection with your loved ones and spirit. You don't always need to go to a medium. Um, I've been doing this for about professionally for about eight to 10 years now. And that's one of the biggest takeaway that I want for my clients is to make sure that when you leave my space, that you can have your very own connection with your loved ones. Yeah. They're not going to stay with me. They're going home with you. (laughs) I got enough going on. Wow. So, okay. So Let's get back to this phone thing. What was that? Can you talk about that a bit more? Well, that's more? what I like to call I'd love it. to call my mom. I can't yeah. tell you how many times a day I pick up the phone. <laughs> oh, mom would like to hear this. Let me call my mom. And then I, I can't. I don't. So yeah. can I actually do that? You know I mean that metaphorically. Right? <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> just, just to be clear here. Yeah. So it's just a matter. But what do I do instead? Like I just so... sort of hit a wall and then I'm like, okay, that was silly. So what do I do? So it's a matter of setting the intention and creating that space and opening up your heart. So when you drop into your heart and you set the intention, it's like, okay, mom, I'm inviting you into my space. And then just asking, you know, just very simple questions at first to get the feel of her and trusting the first thing that comes to you. And so how spirit likes to communicate, your loved ones, how they like to communicate is through your senses. So it's using your body And so you will taste, you will hear, you will feel, you will smell everything. And it actually drops in very, very quickly and very subtle. So once you start acknowledging those signs through your senses, through your body, um, that's when they decide, okay, she's, uh, she's believing, she's trusting that I am with her. So yeah, let's give her more signs. 
I feel like a lot of people get signs and then they just ignore the signs because they are not believers. 100%. 100%. So do you think spirit keeps trying when people are non-believers? And that's where you and I were discussing earlier is people think they're hauntings. And it's like, no, it's not. They're just trying to get your attention. And sometimes they will knock, you know, a picture off the wall or they like to play and they may hide your keys Things like that. I feel that, like, I, I lose things all the time. Like, I'm like, I swear I put that there. And especially and if gone. you have a loved one in huh. spirit who was, who was a joker, who loves to play, right? Because the essence of our loved ones, however they were in the physical realm, is how they're going to come through from the spiritual realm, right? So if they were loud, if they were obnoxious, if they swore, I'm going to channel that through. But if they were also very shy, you know, um, not a, a conversationalist, very stubborn. If they were like that, they're going to come through that way because that right there is the validation that it's them. It's through the essence of who they are. Hmm. Can we get back to the physical sensations? Like what yeah. am I, you know, like Laura said, there's probably a lot of non-believers that miss those signs. How do I, how do I get those signs? How do I receive it? Am I, am I looking for, uh, okay. you know, I'm so on pins and needles you, or shivers or just, goosebumps. You just said the word. Signs are not signs if you're looking for them. Okay. So what do I do? So signs or signs is when they drop into your energetic field when you least expect it. So say, for example, you're driving in your car and say you have a loved one in spirit who is a heavy smoker. And all of a sudden you get that smell of tobacco. It's a very distinct smell. It's very strong. And so all of a sudden you're like, why am I smelling that? Right. Mm -hmm. And so that is them dropping in saying, Hey, I'm here. That's in your memory bank. You remember them being a smoker. They're going to give you that smell. And then once you receive it, then you say, thank you. Say, oh, I know you're here. You're enjoying the ride? Yeah. And on the way here, I was explaining um, that experience that I had in my bedroom um, a few years ago where I felt like somebody had pushed me down and like had a hold on me. And I felt like this warm liquid rushing through my body. And I freaked out at first. And then I had this sense of calm because... I had a feeling that it was my grandmother. I almost like felt like I saw her when I looked. I couldn't really look uh, like I couldn't turn my head, but I could see from my peripheral vision and I thought I could see her. And what did you say to me, Helen? What did I say? to You, you said the fr- <laughs> <laughs> it's menopause. No, um, <laughs> I don't know what happens after that, but uh, you said it's the first um, thought that you get. It's the first impression. Oh, the first impression. Right. Say you have a whole family reunion in spirit, right? And um, for example, say you find a dime and you're like, okay, who's this from? Which family member is this from? Whoever comes to you first, like whoever is in your mind's eye, you may, you may hear the name, you may feel, you may smell. Whatever, whoever is impressed on you first, that's who it is. Now, say you find a dime, and it's a very—that's one of the most popular signs, by the way, from Spirit. Because mm-hmm. I see um, them all the time. Well, you know, dimes that, and feathers. Well, I'm going to show my. I don't age. see feathers, but no. I see dimes. It depends. It depends on your beliefs as well. Okay. Right? Like, so I'm going to show my age, and so one of the most popular sayings was "a penny from heaven." Well, pennies are no longer being circulated in Canada, so we get dimes. So say you find a dime in a very strange place. You're not looking for it. It just appears in your experience. And it's like, well, who is this from? If it's your birthday, guess what? That's from the whole family reunion, right? Um, but if it's just a particular ordinary day, then that's who you go by. It's like, okay. Or who were you thinking of the most that day, right? So it's a matter of the foundation out of all of this is trusting. 
once you start trusting, then it's almost like you're just opening up that door. It's just you're allowing more. And the more that you trust, the more that you receive, the more you're going to believe. And that was that was the foundation for myself is it does not have to make sense to me, none whatsoever, what I'm receiving. None at all, as long as it somehow makes sense to you or to my clients. So. When I came to you recently, I had a great reading with Helen recently. My mom and I did. Um, and my uncle came forward and you said, oh, I, I really like his personality. He's quite funny and he's, you know, makes me feel good. And I'm, I'm thinking my question to you is what sort of, how did you know that? Like what feeling did you get? What does that feel like? Yeah. So that's what I do is I'm, I'm like the observer. I'm always aware. So my senses are usually quite heightened. And so spirit knows that. And I give them permission to blend in with my vessel, with me. I give them that permission. So I can, it's like as if they're blending in with me and I can feel that. And so it's like bringing a character to life to confirm for you, I have them right here. So I liked the feeling of him. It's like you and I, right, Joan? It's like you and I, I like the connection that we're having. It's the same thing. It's just in a different way. It's just, they're just not here physically. So what happens if... Someone comes through in the reading and it's not someone that you want in your vessel, someone that you feel uncomfortable with, someone that's abrasive or, uh, you know, an angry person or someone that you just don't resonate with. What do you do? Well, that's a good question. Um, so when we cross over, it's actually we get thrown our, we get shown our life review. So you get shown everything that you've done, good and bad to others here. Right. And so then they go through this transformation, but everything about them, it becomes all about love. So you're not going to attract an evil person. It does that changes, if that makes any sense. It, it just changes. And so I'm not a dark person. I'm from the light. I believe in the light. So I attract who I am. I attract those of the light. Right. So I don't I've never really experienced someone that was really, really dark. They may show me their actions that they've done that was considered dark, but the energy won't be dark, if that, do you hmm. understand that? I was at a psychic once, and he said, okay, three people have come through, give me one name, and of course I said my mother's first name, and he said that's good because one of the other people I just was not even comfortable with. And, and you know, my one question at the end was, who are the other two? And of course I didn't think to, I was so mm -hmm. consumed with having a conversation with my mom, which mm -hmm. I felt like I was doing. Um, but, you know, in, in that situation, he did feel very uncomfortable with that yeah. person. I, I have had that. I won't lie. I've had that where I'm just like, mm, there's just something off. Mm -hmm. But it's because they're making me feel that. Right? They make me feel that because they just want to get that message across. Yeah, this is how I was, but this isn't necessarily how I am now. So especially if a spirit has crossed over and they've done something to the loved one here in the physical realm... They may show that, they may impress that on me, and I'm like, ooh. And so here's the thing, too, is every medium is going to receive differently. And that is because we all have our own personal library. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
So let's get right back in because before the show, um, you kind of connected with your mom, Joan. Yes. Yeah. In our last segment. But, you know, my mom is always here. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I just feel her all the time. She's always there. And I don't know why I get so emotional still. Like, it's been a long time. I accept everything. But that's just... How do you feel her? And then how do you... And I'm going to ask you that now. How do you feel her? It's sort of like like an internal, like an energy, some kind of like a surge almost. She has the gift. Mm -hmm. She also has the gift. We all do. Remember that. It's just she trusts it. Yeah. And I don't I yet because I feel like I really do have the gift as it's well. It's just building it, trusting it. But yeah. how do you do that? Like this is important. This is a really important conversation. How do you tap into that internal thing that we all it's have? It's becoming aware of your own senses, right? So I always tell people to practice. Like when you smell something, are you really smelling it? Like when you're looking at a picture, are you looking at the picture? Are you noticing everything? When you're eating something, are you just eating it or are you tasting it? Do you taste the texture? So it's really heightening all your senses, right? And they call them clairs, like it's clairaudient, clairsentient, clairaugustine, um, clairvoyance. So it's building all of those is through your senses. So if you're really aware of your body and pay attention to that, that's what they're going to use. And so when there's something that doesn't feel right for you, and we all have it. It's like you walk into a room. I got I got this gut feeling. There's something about that person I just do not trust. And so you and so, but if you you can also learn from your mistakes. It's like, okay, I didn't listen to my higher self. Oh, I woulda, I shoulda, I coulda, one of those. But you firmly believe, Joan, you know your mom's with you. So you've just made it easier for her. You've opened that door and she's thanking you right now for making it easier for her to communicate. That's the gift you just give to her. I love that. Oh, me oh too. I'm so happy. She's that also you showing came me the number today. 12, which indicates to me either something for the month of December, the 12th of the month, or there's a birthday or an anniversary. That just passed or is right around the corner. Can you take that? Her birthday's December. So coming out December 11th. Which yeah. is the 12th of the month, the yes. 12th of the year. So she just showed me that. So I just to that. validate and to make sure, and you do celebrate her birthday. Yes, yes. So, Not you know, I want to ask you that's amazing. I'm happy. I'm so happy I for know. you. <laughs> She's going to, this just made her day. I know it did. And she keeps showing me bed sheets. Did you guys used to fold them together? Oh, we used to iron. We used to fold. We used to iron tea towels <laughs> and blue this, jeans. She's like, there's something, because that's in your library, right? And so she's showing me that, and it's just like, now it's up to me to say, okay, why are you showing me the sheets? And so either she had a, a, a unique way of making the bed all the time, a unique way of folding the sheets, but then if that's something that you two did together, she's mm-hmm. asking you, always remember the good times, because when you remember the good times of your loved ones, it raises your frequency. Frequency raises your vibration. I just got a nudge, Laura, to say to you, um, one of the reasons why you had me on the show was when it comes to having partners that we're married to, or, you know, it doesn't have to be married, but in a long-term relationship, how do we survive when we lose our loved ones and spirit, our partners? How do we survive? Yeah, that's the most challenging is um, when our loved ones and spirit, like say, you have your husband or your wife that passes. And the question is, is, well, how long do I wait before I move on? How would they feel if I move on? The first thing that your loved ones, your partner and spirit want you to do is to be happy. 
Regardless if you're so hard even, to but do. even if you are, say you love your own company. Like my <sighs> grandmother, she never dated again. She never went out on dates. It just it just wasn't her. But she still loved my grandfather very, very much. But she was still happy. Now, but if you are that person, and for some reason I don't know why, but men tend to move on quicker. But that maybe they just they're not want. as empathetic, well, and convinced, uh, or they have yes a harder time no. being alone. Well, there's that. There's that, right? And so the thing is, is that when are say you're say you passed, and you're seeing your loved one here in the physical realm, sad, depressed, they're lonely, they're not going out. Would you not want them? To move on, to be happy, get on with your life. Yeah, but That's- it's easier said than done. I I think like I especially if you lose a child. Like I'm seeing my brother and his ex grieving right now, that's and a, it's that's just a different oh, kind of loss. It's that's just totally different. And I'm so, I am an empath, so I just feel it deeply. And I tell you, it just some days I have the worst day. It was his birthday a couple of days ago, and he's just down and out. You know, because mm-hmm. it's like missing my boy, and it's only been. Wait, July. It's still fresh. So fresh. Yeah. Where did you go? I keep saying that. Where did you go? Come talk to me. That's why Joan and I want to really, you know, learn how to um, be able to read energy like yourself. Well, Joan's uh, way ahead of me, by the way. So, Joan. <laughs> I've got maybe, more work to maybe do. Maybe you can give me some insight. Um, and that is I'm putting together an online course to teach my clients how you can have your own connection with your loved ones. We love spirit. it. Do you we think, love it. We're signing up. We are number one and two. Okay. On the well, we're going to be her promoters. But, and yes. it's not just about mediumship. Oh, I want to be a reader now. It's having your own connection with your loved ones and, you know, building your intuition and how do you move forward in life by trusting your intuition? Yeah. Number one thing I always say your number one rule is you learn your intuition by through your mistakes. That's the best way to learn is through your mistakes. Mm, I agree with and that. And then after, and then you start catching on. It's like, okay, I'm not going to do that again because this is what I should have done. You know, mm-hmm. it's like saying, for example, you know, when you're about to walk out that door and you're like, okay, something's telling me I need a sweater, but it's a hundred degrees outside. So I'm not going to bring that sweater. And then you end up at some event or some building and the air conditioner is blasting, right? And you've got the chills and you just can't get warm. It's like, oh, I should have brought my sweater. That's your higher self. That's your intuition was trying. And it's very subtle. It's very, very subtle. So that's what I'm saying is you listen to that inner voice. Uh, one question before the break. Um, you know, a lot of times people don't have that chance to get closure, to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. How um, do you think that your practice helps bring people that closure that they need and probably want? That usually comes through a lot from spirit. And what they'll do is they'll bring their energy around my throat area and it'll be like this. And I'll say... You what, like you're, you're doing this, this, but nobody can see that right? on, oh, on the radio. Yeah, so I'm just kind of crossing my throat. <laughs> she's doing this. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, she's <laughs> almost like, I don't know. Um, like, it's like, you know why? Because I feel like I'm on a Zoom call, right? So they'll bring their energy around my throat area, which indicates to me lack of communication, miscommunication, words left undone. Usually it's words left undone because if, especially if it was a very quick passing, they weren't able to say goodbye. And then the clients are like, I would have, I should have, I could have. What could I have done to prevent that? And so, you know, the loved ones in spirit know all this. And it's like you weren't able to say goodbye. That's right. I wasn't. Well, they know this. They want you to release that and let that go because they know all your thoughts. They know everything you're thinking. Okay, I have a million questions. Um, one of which is how close of a person does it have to be for you to call on them? 
from the other side. Like uh, when I had my most recent reading, three people came through. One of them I know was my mom. I don't know who the other two were, but I was like, oh, maybe it was my friend Ben. Maybe okay. it was this person. Maybe. And like, sometimes how... it's somebody that you're not is not even tied to you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. they and just want to get a you, message to somebody else through get, you. Yeah, you be... and I warn my clients of that. I prepare them and say, just so you know, there's a possible chance where you may be a messenger for someone else. Yeah. And you do not have to know that loved one that's dropping in. You know their loved one here in the physical realm. So what I've been noticing oh. lately is, um, you know, if it's your birthday coming up, or like not your birthday, but say, I'm say Laura, I'm giving you a reading right now. Mm-hmm. And say it's Joan's birthday coming up. And her mom may come through in the session and say, can you wish Joan happy birthday? Can you let Joan know that I'm around her? Can you let Joan know that I, you know, tip the picture over to the left? Yes. You know, things like that. And so, and because I'm open to that as well. So they're seeing an opportunity and they're going to drop in. Hmm, interesting. Um, also, we don't call on spirit coming through. They just it's show up. who needs to come through, not who you want to come through. And when they do come through, it's things that you need to know, not what you want to know. But sometimes strangers come through. I've had readings before where I, I'm like, I don't, I can't make sense of any and of this. And if they are strangers, then it means there's some, you're somehow connected in that six degrees of separation. And I, yeah, and once that did happen, and it was a, a girl that got murdered. Six degrees of separation. Yeah. And I knew her cousin and she there she had to get a message out that there was a snuff film involved in her murder. And when I told her cousin that, she just started bawling and and this lady, this clairvoyant medium, she met me online on Instagram and she said, I need to gift you a session. I said, Really? Okay. And uh I missed the first one. She said, no, my guides are saying I need to gift you a session. So this girl came through. I didn't know who she was. And then I started putting the pieces together because my friend Carol, like we would have conversations about her. Um, Natal, yeah, her name was Natal Young or something. Yeah, she was murdered. She was a soft porn actress. She went to Pennsylvania. So was there a snuff film? Like, did uh, suppo- it come yeah, so supposedly, I don't know, but she was trying to tell me where it was. And she was giving me a description of the place and everything. And I, I said, I'm the wrong person for this. So let me get in contact with mm-hmm. Carol. Carol was bawling. She said, oh, we knew that there was a snuff film, but we didn't have any evidence. And so it's quite remarkable. And then when people argue with me about like the non-believers and, oh, they Google this and they Google that, I'm thinking, you know what, like just stop being ignorant about it. Mm-hmm. it that is, irritates me. I was Those... like, I've had experiences you have not. Yeah. So you know what? I just, yeah, let me just, you know, believe if I want to. You believe in what you believe in and I believe in what I mm-hmm. believe in. We're not here to change anybody. Right? Yeah. So, Laura, do you mind if I ask about the reading that you had with your nephew who passed in July? Did he come through? Was it comforting? What was that experience like? It was comforting. It, no, I don't remember, right? You don't remember any of it? I don't remember my sessions. Um, you know, I, yeah, I, I... Start talking and let's see if maybe... What's his first name? I don't, you know What's what, Joan, I don't know if I want to talk about no. it on okay. the air, yeah. just because okay. I, I my, the that. family is still grieving and... Totally but it. did you find some comfort? I did find some you comfort. Did. I did because, well, you kind of channeled him a little bit, remember, this yeah. summer? Yeah. Um, and then when I went to see Helen, because I think our biggest concern was it, the way he passed, he drowned. And so we felt like he wouldn't be accepting of that. And he was full of life and he just wanted to 
experience everything. And we feel that maybe, or we did feel that he was stuck somewhere and that he wasn't happy. And ultimately that's what we want. We just want him to be happy, you know, cause I feel like we are all going to go to that place and we will connect again. I truly believe that, but is he happy right now? Absolutely. Because I feel like some people get stuck. Do they not? They can because they don't want to go to the light. They don't want to move on. But I, if I connected with him the way that I did, he's not stuck. Okay. So you can't connect with people that are stuck? I don't, I've, I've never been in that situation. I've never had that. So on a soul to soul level, maybe, but to be honest, no, I haven't had that. But then you also believe in reincarnation. Absolutely. And that's the part that gets me. I, I don't know if I do believe in reincarnation, but I, and we were going to have a past life regression person on this show and we haven't yet, but maybe I we should to facilitate it. You did? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't do it anymore. All right. Is there a reason for that? Yeah. Because I, I strongly feel that we are being guided, that we have to learn to live in the moment, to be present, and not to focus on the past and not to f- put fear or focus into the future. It's learning to be in the now. And so where we are in the now, that becomes our reality for tomorrow and not living in the past. Do you believe in uh, past life? Reg- well, I would think a past life regression would be more of a... Um, like not a novelty, but just a learning and a curiosity. And and that I get. Yeah. I don't think I would change the way that I'm living my life. Mm-hmm. And I certainly wouldn't, you know, have different expectations for my future based on it. But I think it is super, well, it's certainly interesting and, and causes a lot of curiosity. Okay. But we've lived many, many, many lifetimes. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Dating and Relationship Show. We hope that our discussion with Helen Peacock has shed some light on the world of mediumship and how it can bring closure to those who seek it. Where can people get a hold of you? Like, I know that you have a few events coming up and very if quickly, somebody wants a reading. I'm very easy to find. Yeah, you can reach me at HelenPeacock.ca. I, I do have two events coming up, uh, one in November and one in December. Um, it's a little store called Nature Spirit, so it's an intimate group reading. I do those events once a month, and um, so the first one's November 8th, and the other one's December 6th. So I love it. This, and that's then, for the end of this year. Okay. And Joan, where can people it. get a hold of you? My new website, JoanKellyWalker.com, oh. or Instagram, Joan Kelly Walker Official. And for myself, it's Official Laura Bellotta on TikTok, Instagram. And of course, if you want to you know, watch or listen to past shows can't watch us yet <laughs> hopefully one day you can because <laughs> we're pretty fabulous you I can find say. us on the global news radio a 640 toronto website as well you can find us on apple podcast and itunes and that's it thanks for tuning in guys Thank thanks you for having me. yeah ciao Woo. for now Good night, everyone. Bye. Good night. so a different kind of show right well that's what i think anyway i truly enjoy doing the interview one thing i do want to mention is and it wasn't in the episode. But during the talk show, I did have a connection, a very quick one with Joan's mom. And it ended up being edited out of the show. And I believe it had to do with timing. I'm not quite sure. But I just wanted to mention that when I did connect with Joan's mom, she did come through showing me some roses. And it was very significant because the roses represented one, her name, And two, she loved roses. And three, I believe they put together like a rose bush in her honor when she had passed. And another thing that she showed me was she kept showing me bedsheets on a clothesline and how the bedsheets were folded. And this was something that Joan did with her mom 
in regards to coming together. It was the way they were folded. So that was also significant. So I just kind of wanted to share that. Yeah, her mom kind of dropped in, but that's not what the show was meant to be as a, a drop in with a connection with a loved one. It was more about the Q&A and again, how to move forward. So I hope that you learned something from that. Um, and I hope you enjoyed the show. The show is on Sunday nights at 10 p.m. And the name of the, the station is called 6.40 a.m. and it's in Toronto. So if you want to join in in the future for um, the dating and relationship show, that's where you'll find it. And I'll put it at the link as well. And um, hopefully you enjoyed the show. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed my podcast and would like to have your very own session with me, please visit my website at helenpeacock.ca. And you can also subscribe and follow me on social media. And wherever you are listening from, I would really love it if you could please leave me a review. Thank you again for tuning in. And remember, love never ends. It's just different. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.